Welcome to the Crypto Podcast, where we update you on the latest activities and trends in the world of cryptocurrencies by providing you with insight, interviews, and happenings in the crypto world so you can stay on top of the game. All right, thanks for tuning into the Crypto Podcast, where we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly from the crypto space for you so you don't have to do all the heavy lifting. In today's episode, crypto enters the shark tank, blockchain phones, exchanges going public, more stablecoin madness, and a true social network powered by the blockchain. Well guys, we've been gone for quite a while and a lot has happened in the past week. In the traditional markets, the NASDAQ is down nearly 4% on the week and suffered its largest monthly loss since November 2008. Both the Dow and the S&P lost all their gains for this entire year, gone, wiped out, Dunsky. And a lot of this is being attributed to the tech-heavy earnings reports this week, which were lackluster at best, which saw Amazon lose 8% in one day, Alphabet, Google's parent company, is out 2%, and Snap recovered to only lose 10% on the day after being out a whopping 17% at one point. But we don't care about that stuff. What we care about is what's happening in crypto over the past week. In a sign of stability, basically nothing, at least not at the top in the terms of market cap. In the past seven days, Bitcoin is essentially even at 6,475. Ethereum also basically even. Ripple is up just less than 1%. Bitcoin Cash down six tenths of a percent. And EOS up seven tenths of a percent. This is the type of market I like to see, one in which crypto is clearly bifurcated from the old school markets. That split and division is exactly the way that it should be. So now let's check the top winners and losers in the past week according to CoinMarketCap.com. Top 5 losers of the past 7 days are CJ's continues its spiral out 98%, Digipulse down 96 Shade Token out 87 Pyrex Coin down 86%, and BBS Coin is out 75%. The top five winners on the week are far surpassing the losers. Tron Classic up a crazy 4,559%. Supercoin up 442%. Primestone up 400%. Happy Coin jumped up 356%. And Graphcoin hit upwards of 350% in the past week. All right, let's get into the news. First news story is Mark Cuban-backed Unicorn has obtained a betting license to operate on the Isle of Man. This basically sets the stage for the $32 million ICO to begin offering betting services around the world. When it goes live, users will be able to place bets on esports events, teams, and even players. They'll also be able to bet on their own performance in popular esports games like Fortnite. The goal here with Unicorn is to become recognized as the default esports wagering token in over 20 countries, including 80% of Europe, as well as parts of Asia and Latin America. In order to accomplish this, Unicorn has basically developed a fully functional wagering backend called Unicorn Jet. It's built on blockchain technology and actually powered by Bittrex. They claim it can process over 9,000 bets per second and it will be ready to go live this month for both fiat and crypto customers. Next story, HTC has launched a blockchain power phone they call Exodus, which is now available for pre-order. The phone's capabilities are compatible with top-of-the-line Android phones currently on the market. And HTC's phone, Exodus, currently has an asking price of 0.15 Bitcoin, so roughly $960 at today's value. 
The phone can hold the owner's private crypto keys and serves as a hard wallet. With that being said, there's already a competitor by Swiss startup Siren Labs called Finny. This phone, Finny, will cost about a thousand bucks and will be manufactured by iPhone maker Foxconn. Changing gears slightly, according to Visa CEO Al Kelly, crypto doesn't pose a threat to Visa in the near term. He said that Visa would consider entering the business of cryptocurrencies, quote, if we actually think that crypto starts moving from being more of a commodity to actually really being a payment instrument, end quote. This comes on the heels of Exchange, Coinbase, and Goldman Sachs-backed startup Circle announcing that Coinbase will now allow customers to buy, sell, and receive USD coin, a stable coin launched by Circle that is pegged to the US dollar. This is meant to directly compete with Tether, and while stable coins pose advantages over fiat for business and e-commerce purposes, there is still that ever-present discussion amongst crypto traders about the ethics of a stable coin in general. The rumor mill also has it that Coinbase is preparing for an IPO. With roughly 25 million users worldwide and nearly half a billion dollars reported in earnings last year, Coinbase is definitely on track to make a strong case for going public. We'll see how all that goes. Now let's move topics to the villains of crypto, mainly the FCC and Ajit Pai, the one-man wrecking crew of net neutrality. According to them, they are weighing attempts to regulate blockchain. The argument is basically based on the well-known lack of competition among American ISPs. Essentially, right now, half of Americans only have one ISP available to them, and the other half now have to deal with the very real threat of internet throttling. So basically, the U.S. landscape of anti-decentralization from an ISP standpoint makes blockchain and crypto very vulnerable to regulation. With this in mind, the FCC stands in a position to potentially influence ISPs thereby allowing these same ISPs to strong-arm exchanges and crypto or blockchain companies by threatening to or actually lowering their access prioritization on the internet. Bad news bears all around. This dude needs to go. Shifting gears to some better news, crypto web wallet provider Blockchain and hard wallet producer Ledger have teamed up to create a custom hardware device called the Blockchain Lockbox, which allows blockchain users to easily oversee their online and offline funds via a single user interface. According to the article, the Lockbox will provide blockchain users with a way to move a portion of their funds offline, further securing them from hacks, while also having the option to leave funds in the firm's non-custodial web wallet, which can be accessed as part of the hardware device. Now let's go to the crypto enthusiast Overstock.com, which has invested $6 million in Mines, an open-source blockchain-based crypto social network. As part of the investment, Overstock's CEO, Patrick Byrne, will join Mines' board of directors. Mines was launched in 2005 and currently has about a million members, almost hitting Facebook's 1 billion, not quite there yet, but definitely on the move. It's a blockchain-based alternative to Facebook, Twitter, and the Google-owned YouTube, and it promises strict user privacy and unfettered free speech. A lot of the hate that's being thrown at Facebook these days, as well as Twitter, is some of their policies regarding what's been taken down and what has been considered free speech amongst many of its users. Minds, you're not going to have that problem. Well, that does it for us today. Thanks for tuning into the Crypto Podcast. Subscribe for more episodes. Much love. Have a good weekend. Thanks for listening to the Crypto Podcast. For more episodes or to contact us, 
go to cryptopodcast.io. That is C-R-Y-P-T-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot I-O.